Jesus Christ, Doc, you disintegrated Einstein. Disintegrated Einstein. Einstein. It's a mini-sode! Hi, it's Frida. And it's Abby. This mini-series is a bit different. It's all about science fiction. From aliens to outer space, monsters to dystopian futures, AI to time travel. Somewhere down the line, we've covered a movie about it. To get the conversation started, we watched James Cameron's docuseries, The History of Science Fiction. Episode one is all about aliens. Frida, the first movie we ever did was an alien movie, Annihilation. Yes, it was. And actually, Adam Rutherford, who was the science consultant on that movie, was actually featured in this episode of the docuseries. I was like, oh, it's kind of serendipitous. Oh, Adam Rutherford. He actually looked super familiar to me. Um... Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, there were some good faces there. The thing that was fun about this series, they weren't just random big B-list celebrities. Yeah. Do you know Do you know what I'm talking Yeah, they were all had a, a good reason to be talking about sci-fi. Yeah. I mean, I suppose it's like if James Cameron says, hey, do you want to be in a docuseries about the history of sci-fi? Who's going to say no to that? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so is there anything before, so we've got some discussion topics that we're just going to talk about around like movies that we've covered and our kind of perception of aliens and sci-fi movies so far, but is there anything that you want to bring up that came up in the documentary episode before we get into our chat? Um, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of, I, I really liked, but I can't just say what my favorite part was. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. The H.I. Geiger redux. <laughs> <laughs> The way they described the the alien, obscene, sexual, strange, beautiful, elegant, sex, <laughs> violence, just that <laughs> yeah. the, the emotion around the alien. I know. It was definitely a peak of the episode. <laughs> it's so great, isn't it? Like, and, and I think like there's certain ways where people can talk about that, that maybe to us, it might seem a little bit weird. But like when you think about when they made that in the 70s and how like nothing had ever been seen like that before. And, and just the people's perception at that time of of what that alien was. Mm. It's just so wild. Just the sex element of it being so like upfront, like they're being so... Mm upfront about it because when you watch it you're like is this all like kind of like a sex thing yeah and they're all like sex it's all about it like, well, because oh, okay we, i personally always want to move away from it i'm always like when i watch alien i'm just like no i don't want it to like no stop it's not that it's just an alien then <laughs> it's like they were doing this and i was like stop in our alien episode i very specifically went against the idea that it was about sex <laughs> You've all ruined they were like, it for sex. me. <laughs> they were like, it rapes them. It's sex. Like they were going full on. I'm like, okay, there's no more dispute anymore then. I guess yeah. that's just yeah. what it is. <laughs> I mean, I suppose totally. we know what it is from the perspective of uh, like H.R. Giger. Like that's 100% how he, he definitely drew it in that way. Designed it in that way. I mean, but uh yeah, speaking of them, like take take a slightly different approach to an alien. And what I loved was when they said they were talking about ET, and they said that when they were trying to design what ET should look like, <laughs> that Steven Spielberg was like, "Yeah, I was thinking like old people in the Depression, and then just throw in a bit of Einstein." <laughs> I actually missed that line. It's amazing. It's so random. So yeah, next time you watch ET, had... that's what it's about. 
<laughs> and I, and just meeting the hand actress. Right? <laughs> I just loved her, the hand actor. Yeah. Oh, when so she good. To, when she talked about the hug, the, the fingers was like the way that her mom used to hug her. And then when her sister saw the movie, that her sister was like in floods. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so sweet. Um, um, but it also it reminded me of because when, when they were like, there's only one person before they mentioned H.I. Gaga, they were like, there's one person who's like really mastered. And I was like, is it Guillermo del Toro? Yeah. And then they're like, H.I. Gaga. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Guillermo del Toro doesn't his fantasy, not sci fi. Yeah. But I do love the Stranger Things monster creator was in this episode yes and that is so derivative with respect to guillermo del toro's right monsters who i find his monsters to be the most original monsters it's well, like he makes monsters that don't necessarily look like they're not like people well, in a costume even i if don't know how, skinny people. how many episodes of the docuseries have you watched so far two okay well episode three is monsters frida Oh, and yeah. I don't want to spoil it for you, it... but there might be a bit of Guillermo in there. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Anyway, and the other comment, I, do you have anything you want to say? I have one more comment before we start. I've got two more, yeah. So, no, go on, tell me yours. I just don't think Avatar belonged with those other movies. Mm. It's just funny that James Cameron was like, and also Avatar. <laughs> and I'm like, well, of course you think Avatar belongs with... You know, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, War of the World. You're like, and my favorite. I'm like, I don't. They're, they're, and they were like, they were like, these are humans that we have no sympathy for. And I'm like, yeah, because you wrote them so that we, like, you wrote yeah. them so that we have no sympathy. Because like, they're written. But the whole thing with Avatar, I guess, is like the beauty of creating an entire species, like an entire yes. alien species with an entire yeah. fully formed world. Not just like, here's a being and we're scared of it. It's like, no, For here's sure. an actual, another, um, just another world. Yeah. Uh, she In says, having game legitimately never watched Avatar. <laughs> I you? have never seen it. You? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. In terms of world creation, it's dynamite. But yeah. in terms of, we'll get into the social messaging and the thing, like it, it doesn't hold the candle to the other aspects of the writing and the acting and the messages and the hidden sort of yeah. meaning. It's all very much not good in that. But world building, for sure. Yeah. Having just seen Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Mm -hmm. You appreciate how amazing it is when they successfully build a world yeah. that you can really be in. So Avatar does that. Yeah. Um, I've got two points that I just loved that I thought were really funny. Number one was the thing where mm -hmm. they said that there's a myth that uh, Steven Spielberg is the precursor to an alien invasion. I just thought that was really funny. Oh, he's an alien? No, Cameron just head. talks at some point about how there's there's a myth going around that Steven Spielberg is just a precursor to an alien invasion. But I guess like his existence is a precursor to it because of the movies he's done or something like that. I just thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> and my absolute favorite part of the episode is... <laughs> I don't know. So it's a bit like... So Dean Devlin is talking and we've got some controversial feelings about Dean Devlin because of some of the absolute shit that he's put out there. But I think we both still agree that Independence Day is a wonderful, wonderful movie. 
And I love that there was this story that Dean Devlin told about how the producers didn't want them to blow up the White House. Uh, and they like they were saying to Emmerich, like, what's, you know, um, you, you like, you can't do this. You can't absolutely can't do this. And Emmerich turned around and was like, you mean it would be very controversial and everyone would talk about a movie and that's bad wife? I just thought it was really funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's an amazing <laughs> That whole part. iconic scene of like blowing up the White House that he's like, yeah, so... Do you guys get marketing? What's the problem? <laughs> I wish I could do his accent. You could do it better. Go on, do it. Um, so everybody would get very, very, very... It would be controversial. No, now I'm becoming a <laughs> Israeli. Every, everyone would be controversial and they'd go see the movie. And this would be bad why. Now I sound French. You can't put me on the spot like that. I didn't have his. Hey, it's still better than accent. my version. All right. Okay. Let's let's talk about this. So, at the time of re- us recording this episode, uh, the alien movies that we have covered are Annihilation, Independence Day, Contact, District Nine, Alien, Battleship with Rihanna, Moonfall, and The Thing. And of course, then we had an alien mini series as well, which did Mars Attacks, Galaxy Quest, Men in Black, and The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So there's definitely a bit of a theme from my perspective <laughs> in that, like, if you take Independence Day, District 9, Alien, The Thing, they kind of all follow along the same theme. And then Moonfall, Battleship, and Contact, maybe, I'm not really sure about Contact, but like one stream is like animalistic and survival and the other is more battle against like artificial or superior intelligence. Uh, But the humans always win because we're so darn plucky. Um, But I find personally, I don't know how you feel about this, but it's always fear-based and grotesque or really goofy when it comes to an alien movie. There seems to be like two streams. It's either super fear or three streams, I guess. Like super fear based and grotesque, goofy and childlike or um, metallic and uh, artificial. What do you think? Mm. Um, I don't know. It's hard to categorize. I definitely think there's a lot of slimy tentacle stuff Mm. and then you have things like arrival which is like there's a lot of and yeah and contact i guess this is like we don't even know i don't it's hard to put things into categories largely i would say yeah like they either make them cute and therefore not scary or slimy and tentacly and grotesque and slimy and angry and then scary how do you feel about that because because for me it's like there's never really any we never really see an alien movie where the aliens are more human-like where they they're really similar to us and to me i think that would be more terrifying like to come across an alien species that's really similar to us would be really unnerving the idea that there could be a planet out there where life could evolve in a in a way that would be I don't know am I wrong on that like I mean well it's just how I feel but like I don't know it's like you know when you take the ending of annihilation um when the when the being becomes more of a replica of her um have you seen the show V I think it's called is that what um, it's called I never watched it no 
Oh, I remember the whole, oh, I think I did start watching it, actually. It is creepy. Yeah. She's like, it is creepy because it's all wrong. Because she's like, we're, we're nice. Yeah. You have nothing to fear. We just want to share our technology with you. We're going to invite people on the ship bit by bit to share our technology. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> it's unnerving as all hell because it's like, this isn't right. This makes no sense because it makes no sense. Right. How, how they could be. And in the end, yes, they're lizards wearing human skin. <laughs> <laughs> when she detaches her jaw to like eat her mate Ugh. alive. That's well, when that you kind realize of it. Because, like, if you think about it, if you think about, remember when we talked about District 9 and the way that we treat, like, the way that humanity treats the aliens in District 9 is, I think we both agreed, probably more representative of what humanity would be like, just based on how we treat each other. So the idea of coming across an alien species very like us would be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> We're not good people. Yeah, it wouldn't be, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be easy to kill. So what what are your thoughts and comments on how how aliens have been depicted in either just the movies that we've done or in general in movies? How do you feel about it? Oh, um, I love aliens. And the further they are from humans, the more I like them because we've spoken about this before because it because it makes no sense that they would be humanoid and I find it annoying but the great thing about aliens is that it's an opportunity for like really to imagine what things could be like and why and it kind of opens up your imagination to like what's out there which is what I prefer alien the alien genre to really giving us wonder not necessarily fear but like wow and that's why i like the thing because although the thing is scary it is this whole thing of like it's replicating other things that it ate and so you're wondering where it's been and what else is out there and so even Uh. though it's horrifying it's still awe-inspiring somehow and so i like when aliens are far far away um (laughs) but i do find very uncomfortable in district nine that they're just so like they're so vulnerable like Mm. it's very uncomfortable as well like i like the idea of this like super strong thing but there's something really really uncomfortable about (laughs) how how easy they are to kill you know how vulnerable they are it's kind of awful too it's like oh this isn't this is just gross this isn't making me feel like excited about interfacing with the unknown this is just disgusting (laughs) so this is not what i thought it would be it's like you it yeah Yeah. so i think there's there's interesting things on on both sides the reality like district nine is like here's the reality they're just they're just this Mm. you can kill them all if you want to it's not that interesting yeah you know that's uh, that's uncomfortable that kind of gives you kind of an uncomfortable feeling I don't know. I feel like there's so many different ways to tell alien stories. And that's why it's so good. Is the, Yeah, exa- exactly. Um, it's true what you said a while ago as well about like the world. So you can either do it in that wondrous way and, you know, create curiosity and excitement or yeah, fear or 
as what District 9 did, which was more reality. It's like, oh, hey, all you guys out there with your Star Trek dreams of like this unified federation out there exploring the galaxy. It's like, what do you think humans would do if we came across aliens, particularly ones in need? Uh, This, because we're terrible Mm. people, mostly. So maybe that's just my pessimism. Yeah, and it wouldn't feel good. Yeah. Also, like conquering them wasn't so hard because they were vulnerable. It didn't feel good. Mm. It isn't like a good story of human strength. It's just horrifying. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a big deal. Yes, they had advanced technology, but it wasn't like, it, yeah, they, we just we just conquered them, and it didn't it didn't make it didn't make us better or stronger. It just revealed our ugliness. Yes. Yeah, I think there's and- also an element to to one second to the future sort of the advanced race because it gives us this sort of feeling if you think about it about where we could go about the future. Mm-hmm. Like they're ahead of us. That's what they say. They're centuries ahead of our technology and it's kind of like the assumption is, you know, we'd get there eventually or yes. that the future or like wow or like huh, you know, that that's also part of the idea of an advanced alien race. It's like the potential that we have, I suppose. Yes. Um, there's something incredibly uncomfortable about District 9 <laughs> is that it doesn't give us any of that. It's just like, Bleh. Yeah. This is so bleak. And well, it's, so it's, go on. It's, it's better. No, but, it's just good because of that. Well, that's the thing. It's it's the, when you look at the list, particularly the list of movies that we've done, like that's the one that stands out completely different from anything else because everything else is, as you said, it's about conquering. And mostly it's about an invasion. So like uh, other like aliens coming to conquer us and then humanity showing where it doesn't matter that your technology is more advanced. We're smarter or we're stronger or our humanity and love for each other saves us because you're just animals. Some crap like that, which is kind of like how it always seems to play out um, that the survival instinct in humanity will always outdo whatever advanced technology comes towards you and district nine depicts humanity as what we are (laughs) and i think maybe that's why people are so uncomfortable by it because like if there was an alien invasion i don't think we'd have a shot in hell (laughs) we're all gone like we wouldn't unify can you imagine that (laughs) unification of humanity to fight against an alien invasion are you insane There'd be looting. Like, do you remember Moonfall? There was a lot of shots where, like, the people were started looting and got, like, you're suddenly in The Walking Dead. It's like, yeah. That's what I expect outside the door. <laughs> but also, like, if if alien movies are sort of some externalization of a problem that we are experiencing on Earth, a reflection of what's happening, then we are under attack from an alien force, you know, like we are. We have a global crisis. Yeah. And let's just say we made a movie where we packaged that global crisis as an alien invasion and had the human response in that movie mirror our response yeah. <laughs> to this crisis of alien invasion. Well, we see what happens. We go to war with each other. I don't know. Like, we're a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah. Like, we could band together and fight the threat and overcome the threat. Probably. It isn't going to happen because... Like, we're just sending, like, spy balloons to each other or whatever other shit. (laughs) We're fucked. We're so weird. I know. Could you imagine if there was an alien invasion? They were like, we are going to invade you. And everyone was like, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. We got some 
we've got to send the spy balloons and threaten each other. And, and the alien's like, hello, I want to invade here. you, maybe take you as food. And we're like, just a second. We're busy. We're busy. We're busy. There's the oil and there's the gas there. And like, just shh, give us a minute. And the aliens will just fly away because they're like, whatever. Boring. Yeah. That's too messy down there. Let's not bother. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So speaking of that, actually, like the another discussion point on this is like the movies and their social message. So as you're saying, often the social message from alien movies seems to be a reflection on how we treat each other. And some of the movies that we've seen shows that it tends to either be that we become fearful or like. So if we say, sorry, I've really fucked this. What what am I saying? (laughs) Because I realized I accidentally kind of chatted about a lot of the stuff that I meant to talk about in this bit already. It's fine. Um, okay, so often the social messages from alien movies seems to be a reflection of how we treat each other. So whether it's how we treat a species in need, such as in District 9, or how we become fearful and paranoid, such as in The Thing, or how we treat Rihanna in Battleship. What do you think? <laughs> I have the quote um, with regards to District 9, with, with that they say aliens are are the carriers of guilt and remorse around the way we treat humans. Oh. That was the quote. I thought that was a good quote. That's a it very good like quote. It seems like that there are different state, like different, cate- like they, they sort of categorized it. They said, okay, alien movie is a way for us to be like, everything can be destroyed in an instance. Because, mm. and that was post 9-11. Right. In the post 9-11 War of the Worlds that was released, it was mirroring this idea that everything you love can be gone like this. Yes, yes. And it was using aliens to sort of portray that on film. And and, and then they said um, that the contact and arrival was studying, like, how would we communicate with people if they came? Mm. They sort of were lumping different categories together. And then, yeah, the, also also the War of the Worlds, the first movie, and the ra- and the radio, what well, was a book, it was a radio play, yeah. it was a movie, and then another movie? Yeah. Was because the British were fucking invading countries. And so it was like, well, what would that feel like, right. America? Or whatever. Like, it was things... Or invasion of the body snatchers. It was like this communism taking over and everyone just becoming zombies and being exactly the same. So it seems like whenever there's a big crisis in the world or a big thing everybody's feeling, the alien movie of the day reflects these big feelings that we're all having together, whether we realize it or not. And so the aliens genre becomes a way to explore this shared feeling that we're having because of what's happening in the world. Yeah, I think that's a really, really great way to put that. Um, I'm just checking. I just want to see what's because I can you think can you think of a recent alien movie then that you think would be. I, I was just looking and I was like, I don't think we've had a very big alien movie recently. Do you count Thanos? Oh. Space opera that's the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, so I didn't include them in this because I don't know, I feel like because Marvel is so much fantasy rather than science fiction, 
particularly like yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy and as we start to go into like it's beautiful in the way that they start like the this whole but it's the same way as talking about Star Wars or something you know it's a depiction of these worlds in these places that are so mm. different to us and creating all of these different species go on I have one yeah under the skin did you see Under the Skin no. with Scarlett Johansson? Oh, no, I didn't see that one. So this was definitely to do with guilt and remorse around the way we treat humans. Okay. Without question. Like, it had an alien wearing human skin come down to do work, which involved trapping men and taking them to a crazy lair. Like, it's really crazy. Yeah. Um, And she... There's this scene where she meets a guy with the elephant syndrome, whatever it's called, where his face has the big things on them. Um, like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what the syndrome's called. Elephant but... man syndrome. Yeah. And she is an alien, so she doesn't know she's supposed to be repulsed by that. Like she doesn't have that human perspective Mm. to stay away from that guy so she picks him up and starts her seduction process that she will meet someone and eventually lure them back and he just can't like the fact that she's being kind to him yeah is is she it's like this amazing scene and she ends up letting him be um but the way she's treated when people then meet like pick her up people realize what she's doing in the way that she's treated by the humans it's amazing exploration on like good and evil i suppose and how that's really not simple obviously she's doing something bad but when you like see humans you're like (laughs) Uh, yeah it's just it's do you it's think, good. is it, is so it I reckon, people, so I yeah. haven't seen it. Do you think it's people or do you think, is it very specific to how we treat women in society? Um, I think the scene with the disfigured man definitely makes you think. Right. About how we treat people that are different. Okay. Um, but definitely, yeah, for women, for sure. There's, it's, it's very interesting. So there's probably more that would come to mind, more art house alien films. Um, if well, I sat here and thought about it. I'm just, but uh, I won't yeah. Because I've just had a look and so there's there's I've yeah. got I've got a few that it's not I mean so interestingly when when we talk about like saying not bringing Marvel into it because um I ju- I just don't think it's the same kind of way in terms of like talking about a social message and stuff like that. I mean there's definitely themes and and stuff that I think Marvel brings in that's to connect maybe with younger audiences or or help you know younger people process certain moments or or you know because we do have grief and um conflict and all that kind of stuff but it's not really about humanity encountering aliens so but Mm -hmm. something that is a marvel movie that uh people did not enjoy is the eternal is eternals and that is an interesting one because eternals is basically this idea of if we think of our concept of ancient gods, like, you know, ancient Roman gods, ancient Greek gods and things like that, that it's the concept that these these people that have existed with humanity for centuries uh, because they're alien beings that were sent to observe humanity. And and it it is interesting in some aspects of Eternals in how they talk about 
how humanity develops over the centuries and scenes that they depict mm. and show in terms of like moments throughout our history and how they feel that they start to connect to humanity or you know things that they agree with or disagree with in how we have evolved and become so it is kind of an interesting story about like evolution and understanding and then i mean i i, I didn't really assign this uh theme to this movie but there's definitely a lot of stuff going on in the movie a quiet place just in terms quiet place, of yeah yeah just in terms of our inability to communicate with each other sometimes or or showing how how important communication is for us, but that there are different ways that we can communicate. Um, and that goes back to communication finally being mm. a theme of arrival, which is recent. Annihilation is I recent. Know, I keep, sorry, like I keep not saying contact. anything about arrival because I don't want to spoil anything, but it's literally my next movie choice. So, Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I keep not mentioning it, but... <laughs> But Arrival is like, yeah, it's just it's because it's all about communication. It's all about because we, we talked a little bit about it when we did Independence Day, because I was talking about how this concept of um, of how we would process language and that like in a lot of alien movies, they use telepathy. But then like, how could you use telepathy with the human brain? Because how we process language mm. will be different. And Arrival mm. is such a beautiful and exceptional movie showing yeah. how we would try to process and understand a language of another being it's just it's so yeah. good it's so good yeah we haven't done arrival in my head i thought we had already isn't that weird yeah no <laughs> i was like she keeps bringing arrival. up arrival it's not on our list <laughs> we haven't done it that's crazy well by the time this uh, episode comes out it. we will have done it so <laughs> okay <laughs> um there, there is one other movie but i haven't watched it but i have full full uh belief and trust that there is a social message in it and it's a uh, Jordan Peele's movie Nope. So Oh yeah. Yeah. I, uh, so I would say that the alien films have definitely and taking out Close Encounters of the Third Kind because the because that is about fighting cynicism. Thank you Steven Spielberg. But uh, taking out that is that sort of alien films have become less about invasion of something bad or evil but about exploring who we are, yes. who are we. And actually in the second season of Fargo, there's yes. a theme of alien and aliens, flying saucers, hovering over everybody. And a lot of, there's a lot of discussion, like what does it mean? What does it represent? And to me, it's very clearly people watching your actions like yeah. what what are you humans what are you engaged with like the idea well there's the idea of not being controlled over, i guess maybe we don't have control there's some other big thing but to me it's like judgment yeah somebody comes to the outside and looks you're a human and like what do we have to show like what are we and i think that it's we're more sympathetic towards aliens <laughs> Starting yeah. with District 9 and keeping on going. Annihilation, we're like, ah, they just mm. want to survive. You know, it, we're getting more sympathy for the aliens and less for the humans. And I feel like that might be yes. where we are. Yeah. It's fascinating to me how we can have sympathy for, for, for an alien species in a movie and not see the connection in how 
people in our actual world have been treated in that way and we can't show the same sympathy for other humans like i don't get the disconnect it's so wild mm -hmm. um so yeah. do you have anything else you want to talk about in terms of like the social message um i feel like we've covered a lot of social message and okay. i think that's enough yeah well then let's let's move into uh what is your favorite episode that we have done from our selection of alien movies Well, because we haven't done Arrival. <laughs> you can't Jesus. pick Arrival. <laughs> I do think Contact was my favorite. So that's interesting because I, so I, uh, this is the way, this is the way I actually wrote, wrote out a little thing about this because I couldn't decide. So this is my process of thinking. Uh, I can't pick Annihilation because we had to record that three times. So I just can't ever think about it. <laughs> Yeah, I can't ever watch it again either. In fact, when people politely talk about Annihilation with me, I just I just nod and smile. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> yes. Talks about that movie so much. Um, and then I had a bit of a toss-up because I was like, right, do we include the minis or not? And if we include the minis, then I don't care what anyone says. Galaxy Quest, hands down, is my favorite episode we have ever done. But if we don't include the minis, which we can't find main episodes, I think like um, I've got three. I've got my my favorite actual movie, my most fun episode, but then the best science episode. So my favorite actual movie is Alien. The most fun episode that we did yeah. was obviously Battleship with Rihanna. <laughs> but if we talk about science, I, I agree with you. It's contact. It's got to be contact. contact. Yeah. <laughs> From the science point of view, Contact was so fun. Mm. Battleship with Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> Loving Rihanna right now. Yeah. <laughs> she deserved more. She deserved more. I love that we constantly refer to it as Battleship with Rihanna because especially from, if you go back and listen to our episode on this, there's a moment where like I read out what the summary was of the movie that I read on the screen and how they put everyone in and then they just wrote at the end. And Rihanna, it's just like you fuckers. She deserves. She she was the I main character. <laughs> By the way, I wonder. I reckon because I was when I was watching a movie before, and they had the credits. They go with and you know what I'm saying. Mm. I think that I think that's to do this. I would love to find out what that all means. They say starring da da with this with this and. With Michael Douglas as this. It's and so you think, what does this mean? This has got a meaning here in terms like of contracts. It's like authors on and... a paper. <laughs> no, no, I'm pretty sure it has to do with your like private health insurance or some shit. I don't know. Like... <laughs> what? <laughs> like how you're employed by the thing and what the thing means and whether you get insurance from the Screen Actors Guild. I have no idea. Like, I, I, I'm sure it has meaning and I want to know. I think it's just when they change it to with, it means these people have more star power than the people we've mentioned before, but they're not main characters. But you can't just pile them in with all the unknowns. You can't put Michael Douglas in with all the unknowns. It has to be with Michael Douglas, with Lawrence Fishburne. It can't be, um, you know, they can't just be in there with, you know, John Davis Jr. and S Sally Henry in their we first have to, movies. I, I think there might be more to it. All right. Get to okay. Well, you can look that up. 
<laughs> and you can come back and tell us. All right. So final question, Brito. Do you think there's intelligent aliens out there? Look at her. She fucking rolled her eyes at me. Sure. <laughs> yeah. God, you're so begrudging about it. I am begrudging about it. Uh, which movie no. Which movie from the ones that we have done do you think would be the most accurate representation of alien life? Contact. Okay. Because they, they it isn't. Yeah. It doesn't show. It just shows that it's figured out how to interface with us. So, so I kind of agree with you. I don't I don't agree contact because mine was I know I don't want to bring it up again, but annihilation. But just because I was thinking about it's yeah. when you think about it, you're you're talking about an intelligence that we're not familiar with. It's not intelligent life the way that that we understand intelligence. And annihilation is all about adaptability and any anything, any any alien life that would have to travel across the universe to find a new home would have to have the ability to adapt. And so I just think like, yeah, there's just annihilation is a great depiction of what would happen in terms of like that we wouldn't be able to make sense of it. It wouldn't make sense to us. Why would it make sense to us? Yeah. It's something yeah. completely new that has intelligence in a completely different form that is trying to adapt to life uh, that's entirely different. And yeah, so I just thought yeah. that was good. And I like that it's a single being just like plops down on earth yeah. as opposed to like some planned thing. I think the likelihood that some single thing just accidentally ends up and it's just like, oh my God, yeah. Where is more I? believable than anybody be hearing a signal and coming to attack us. That is so unlikely. Yeah. It's basically impossible. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Even if a signal was received... There's no way they would be able to map where it comes from at the distance it's received, considering about gravitational lensing and all these other sorts of things. But even if, impossible. But even if they could, by the time the signal reaches them, by the time they figure out where the signal signal has come from, by the time they travel to us, we're well gone. We are well we're well gone. gone. <laughs> we're on Mars by then. They'll be. <laughs> They'll go to the wrong planet. We're hiding. Turn off That's the lights. That's the next episode. That's <laughs> the next episode. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. So um, I did have one more question that I just wanted to ask you. And is so I was just wondering, from the movies that came up in the documentary, is there any movie that you were like, oh, my God, we have to do that movie? Oh, yeah. Starship Troopers. The way they yes. were talking about Starship Troopers, I was like, we've got to do it. That's on my list. Because it's a Heinlein yeah, book I mean, as well, which is just like, it's, um, I was just about to read the Heinlein book, Starship Troopers, actually. Is that a LOLs one? Yeah. No. It is a LOLs? It's, yeah, it's, it's LOLs, but it's quite serious. So I think Starship Troopers would be, I'd, I'd put it more in the blockbuster space. Right. Famous, big, famous movie. Yeah, I think like because I think like you'd have to have you have you not seen it before? No. Okay, so yeah, so it's kind of hard to because it's it's sort of like it's satire, a bit of a parody, but there's quite like serious themes, but it's one hundred percent a comedy at the same time, 
as an action yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, like it's hard like, to describe. Like by... Starship Troopers is one but... of one of the absolute best movies ever made. <laughs> I know that's by big way talk, of, um... but genuinely, I I will no, I will die on no, a hill it's... that says that. It's. It's by way of Doctor Strangelove, for example, as in it's a it's a satire. It's funny, but it's well yes. serious. Yes, yes. And it's obviously very famous, and people think highly of it. So therefore, yeah. it is not a movie that you just shit on. Yeah. Okay. Anywho, um, yeah, cool. that's Good it. Know. That's, that's it, it for our episode about aliens, aliens and science Yay. fiction. Excellent. All right. So in two weeks' time, we will have episode two, which is all about outer space. Okay. Point source confirmed. Whatever it is, it ain't local. It ain't local. It ain't local. It ain't local. It ain't local.